0: What's up, everybody? Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. We're going to kick off Rad Parenting. First, a little bit of business. want to thank everyone for taking the time to write the reviews on iTunes. We cannot thank you enough for that. Lately, they've been coming in. It feels like we've been getting more than we usually get. and It just means so much to us because I'll explain it to you really, really simple. More people find out about what Anaya and I are doing, find out about the Rad Parenting community a big word for me to say, community, 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 the Rad Parenting community, uh, by those reviews because we move up and down in the ratings of the podcast. And and it's really up to you to share what we are doing on this show and also the emails we get from you, radparenting at gmail.com. That's how we find out the topics you guys want us to handle, what you'd like to hear more on the show, what you'd like to hear less. (laughs) I like that, though.
1: I do, too. It's a great guide. It's a great... We're all in this together.
0: Absolutely. We did a whole show on that, uh, raising kids by... It's a village. It takes a village.
1: Yeah. If anybody, a- wants to, anybody in the village wants to help with my hot flashes, that would be amazing.
0: I'm going to throw this out there. When are we going to do the menopause show?
1: Uh, please don't say that word yet. Why? Uh, Isn't
0: yeah. that what's happening right now? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm going to describe what's happening to Anea right now. We just started the show, <laughs> and this happened... We just did a photo shoot. <laughs> Last week, and uh, you guys are going to love the photo we chose. I don't know if it's up there yet, but we picked this photo, and Anae and I are just, she's laughing. It looked like it was from one of our shows. But I want to do a show on menopause, and I know that you always, you, and I can't believe I'm, you're actually not telling me to stop taping right now. But no, <laughs> the reason I want to do the show on menopause is because as a man, a 50-year-old dude, yep. I don't know anything about menopause mm-hmm. except negative things. Oh, yeah. My course. uncle said to me, I love my uncle to death, and, and he said, you, you know, when menopause came along, it was like I had a, I, I'd married a new woman that lived here.
1: In a bad way?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, gosh. and I just got scared, and I was like, wow, when does that kick in the, in my house? The change? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is just happening it comes in waves right now. Not not very fun, but I'd be, you know, happy to, to dive okay. into that one, especially if people want to hear more about that. And I don't know how we can relate it to parenting, but we'll find a way.
0: Well, I mean, because think, of, no, what I'm saying, I'm a parent, Yep. you know, people are having kids that, you know, much older than, yeah. than they were when our parents were having kids. Yep. So maybe menopause was something kids are already out of the house.
1: Oh, yeah, good point.
0: But I'm just sitting here. I sit across from you, and then all of a sudden, you start fanning yourself with everything <laughs> Anything around. Anything I can find. Yeah. You're like, I'm having a hot flash. And then even when we were doing the photo shoot, it's your daughter awful. was like, Mom, are you having a hot flash? I know. So... <laughs> You're in it.
1: Yes, I am. Okay, so that will be a future show.
0: There you go, future show. Noted. Decide. There you go. You just saw how Anay and I decide what we want to dive into each and every week on this show. Keep the emails coming in, radparenting at gmail.com. Hey, anything you got, uh, anything that you, uh, you know, suggestions on the show or anything like that, if you want to hear, maybe you could suggest... Uh, to Anea, if you're going through menopause right now, hey, check this out. Read yeah. this link. Ooh, Here's that would some... be awesome. Help anea yeah. help She helps all of us enough. All right, let's just jump into the show. This show idea came from a conversation that you and I had. I'm probably going to get the phrase wrong, but you and I were talking about just creating healthy kids, which lead into healthy adults. Mm-hmm. And you said to me, guidelines plus, plus space mm-hmm. equal a healthy child. Yep. And you said it when we were talking about something and just, I don't know, I just kind of remembered that like guidelines, space, healthy child. Okay. I've realized with my own parenting that I have a lot of guidelines. (laughs) Like I'm the master of the guidelines. And for the parents listening, you're probably like, yeah, uh, I've thrown out a lot of guidelines too. What I've realized and I had this happen to me this past weekend is um, I'm not good with the space. I create the guidelines, and then I am. I feel that sometimes I might be shadowing, okay,
1: almost so let, maybe my
0: kids too much. And like, can I give you the yeah, example? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's hear it.
0: Okay. So I was with my son. He's an amazing musician. Mm-hmm. And for the people that listen, I to can this, vouch for that. Yeah, you've heard him sing. He, he's he can, and his, his range is everything from like he can sing a Led Zeppelin song to. Uh, a Justin Bieber song he and, say that. and he, and yeah, he can just nail it all. Yeah. And he sits behind the piano. He writes all these great songs. Now f- for most of you, and maybe this is something that you're just fi- finding out right now for the first time, my whole background has been punk rock. Like I've made a living off of music since I was 15 years old, uh, owned and operated the independent label in Los Angeles called side one dummy records, home to bands like flogging Molly, Gogo Bordello, the gaslight Anthem, um, music, alternative music, loud, big guitars, uh, you know, That's. I started out as a singer. I started out as a musician, but I've never had the talent that Nate has, my Hmm. son. I never. Interesting. No way. Not at all. I was a singer. Get up in front of the crowd. You know, take my shirt off. Dive into the crowd. You're a performer. Performer.
1: Yeah. Full on. He's
0: he's a you know he's I've written a lot of songs, but where 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 he's at as a musician and where I'm at is just it's just two different two different types of people. So what I've realized is that. Also, where he's at as a musician and where he's going and the way that he wants to pursue his dream of music involves things like The Voice. Mm. Uh, America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. He loves those programs. Now, you know me well enough. How do you think I feel about those programs? I,
1: I feel like your head's going to pop off.
0: Exactly. <laughs> now, this is no diss to the performers on those shows. Yeah, there's this a lot is of talent. So much talent. But you know, it it's not from... My world. Mm -hmm. It's not from. Hey, you want to learn your instrument, you get really, really good at it. Hey, you want to be a, a singer-songwriter? You want you learn. You you tap into your inner Dylan. You find that, you know, mm-hmm. that John Lennon in you, Paul Westerberg, you dive, you you hone in on your art and you just work it and you work it. And he says, No, I want to post it on Instagram and I want to get the likes and I want to get the people into it. And that's the way you do it now, Dad. And and you know, not like, what do you know? Right. You know, not my 35 years in the music business, right. yeah. you know,
1: it's a little crazy.
0: I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. And, and I do have that. I have that. And, and then I'll be honest, my ego gets involved.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you can probably, I'm sure someone listening right now is like, all right, dude, a lot of numbers you're throwing out because I'm proud of what I've done. Yeah.
1: A- and, and you should be, absolutely. You know, so I'm
0: super proud of what I've done. But so now being a dad, and you're saying that when you said that term to me, it really hit home the other day because we were sitting there and, we, and he was going over some songs that he wants to, wants to uh, you know, record and, and maybe throw up on Instagram and, and, and kind of start, you know, he's, he's a teenager. So he wants to start building his, his I want to say like his brand or his fan base or whatever. So all of a sudden you can imagine I've got the guidelines, but all that's going through my head is like, I'm, I'm not giving him the space right now.
1: To do it his own way. There you go. Because it sounds to me like what you're saying is you're 100% supportive of Nate wanting to be a musician, wanting to be in the world of music. But what I what I got from what you described is like, you think there needs to be more grit. Like it's not that, that somehow, and f- please correct me if I'm wrong, but like g- wanting to make the goal, like getting on The Voice or getting on America's Got Talent is almost like trying to take the shortcut instead Absolutely. of like really Absolutely. digging deep and, and yeah. Absolutely,
0: okay. and what I've realized, what I've realized And I thought about my own dad, and and you've heard me talk about him plenty on the show. Super smart guy, Uh,
1: highly highly educated, highly educated. educated,
0: I grew up with so many books in our household. He was a linguist. (laughs) Uh, He taught, you know, during the summer over in England. He he was at he was at St Mary's. He was at the Art Institute in Chicago. He just ended being at uh, C I I S in uh, Mm -hmm. in San Francisco. So very very well-rounded academic gentleman and i remember moving in with him when i was 15 or 14 years old and he came to see my my band play and i remember him saying he just he was watching the show and i could i could tell from you know up on stage i'm like i guess he's into it or whatever but then that night he had a conversation with me and he was just like so blown away and and just like why would you do that like <laughs> why would you want to Act like that on stage. Uh-huh. Why would you want to? And and it was it was. Did the same, he say
1: it with disdain? or no, were they no, no, like no. genuine cu- curiosity? He was saying it.
0: He was saying it. That's the that's the thing. That's why we're having this episode because he was saying it to me the same way I was saying it to my own son of Why would you want to be on the Voice? Ah, why it. would you want to sing a cover? Yep. Why would you Why would you want to cover another person's song? Why? Not even so much. Why would you want to cover another person's song? Because. There's a ton you learn when you cover other people's songs. That wasn't my thing. It was more, why would you just want to go up there and sing and not and not perform and work to get to the point where you don't have to go to the voice. Right. You, you make it on your own, yeah. you, you know, that type of thing. So it's not so much the voice or America's Got Talent. It's it's not that. It's It's the same conversation that my dad had with me of the way you're, pursuing what you want to do is so different than the way I feel you should pursue it. Mm -hmm. Once again, I, your ego Mm -hmm. getting involved. Mm -hmm. And what I've always said is I've always been a little jealous of my dad and mom in the sense that they were really able to separate themselves Mm -hmm. from my sister and I. Not distance.
1: No, no. Not like, hey,
0: I'm not there for you. Yeah. But they have really been able to, and I don't know how they did it, But I feel that that's the germ of today's show. How do you get... like? And that's why I came back to that saying of what you said. Uh, uh, What was the first part of Guidelines. Guidelines.
1: Plus space. Plus space. Equals a whole healthy child.
0: So I feel like I came from a household of... We had lots of guidelines. But they really were able to nail down the space issue. Yep. And it created a healthy individual. I'm just wondering right now, as I'm saying this to... Our listeners to the to the rad parenting community. Do you ever feel that that you get the same feeling as me that you're not giving them the space? Well, that's not the way I would do it. The way I did it was this way, you know, and like, and this is my ego, and it happens to be with music. Oh no, you write the song. Getting, you get you got to have you got to be in the studio that's not air conditioning where you sweat with the three other guys, and then you get into a van that's totally going to fall apart and dangerous, and you know, and there's no seatbelt, and and it's yeah. not like that. Yeah. But why do we as parents, and it could be with Sports. It could be with academics. It could be with so many things. Why do why do we? And and I hope I'm not the only one that has a problem with the space issue. I feel like I'm shadowing too much.
1: Yeah. So you're not the only one. I mean, we have we have all been there. And I, I want to call out. And I, I'm list as I'm listening to you. I'm actually wondering. My first inclination was I wonder if it was easier for your dad to create space because there was a natural distance in the difference between his his set of interests, his passions in the world and yours. And because initially I would have thought, wow, it was a much bigger leap for your dad to give you space and be supportive of you taking a very different path than he had. And whereas you're closer to what Nate does.
0: Yeah, that might be it. I didn't but, think of and, that. And
1: so, so initially I was thinking, oh, that would have been harder for your dad. But I'm wondering if in fact it might have actually been just a little bit easier because he wasn't so attached, but he easily could have been. So I don't want to take any credit away from him because honestly, there's a natural inclination when we ourselves have like, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into the thing that we've built, whether it's a, a family business or it's, you know, how many, how many parents do you hear about that are like... Well, I thought that you know my son or my daughter was going to take this over like that was my dream. And when they show zero interest in the thing that we're so passionate about, it's hard not to be like, "Whoa, did I like screw up? Did I not bring them into it enough? Like, what do I do with this? Is this all for nothing? You know, all of those things. I mean, aren't, we're human. Remember, I'm going to say this again we are human beings first, therefore flawed, and we have struggles with ego and our other cha- daily challenges as individuals, and then we are also parents. And so there's always going to be you know lines that are crossed and, and connections uh, that are you know sort of blurred in those two areas. So totally natural, and, and the, this is really a sweet spot, this equation that I've put out there that I use for myself as a parent that I use, I mean, I used it just yesterday in a session that I did with a parent, This idea that the goal should be, in my opinion, and should is a loaded word, to find that sweet spot, to find that balance between giving our kids guidelines to keep them safe, and we can talk about what I think those guidelines are, but I think we can all come up with, you know, our own to some degree, and then giving them space because they are, as we've said many times before, individuals in their own right, traveling their own path, separate of us. It is not our job to make them mini versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want I another one of me. That's a nightmare. Well,
1: <laughs> yes and no, because here's the subtlety is that sometimes wanting our wanting somebody else, even not just our own kids, although that's more loaded, um, wanting somebody to do it the way we did it, in some way we are looking for affirmation that we did it in a valuable way or in a, in a correct way. And so, wait a minute, if my kid's like, whatever, dad, like I'm not going to do it that way. You almost stop and go... Wow, I I thought I kind of did a pretty good job. Like you
0: just nailed my feeling right there. Okay,
1: Okay. there you
0: go. You just totally nailed it. Because when you said, "I'm gonna do it my way," what are you talking about? We had that tug of war recently, where he said, you know, basically, this is the way I want to do it. Yeah. This is the way I'm gonna make it happen, and it was, it's so different than the way. And I and I,
1: but I am able enough to step back. Well, okay, and 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 I want to just commend you for that because I also see young people who display a sort of like obedience and like scripted behavior that always makes me suspect that they've had parents that have been really good at teaching them like manners and stuff, but in terms of how to be a whole human being that has their own thoughts and feelings and the ability to express those thoughts and feelings in a way that is respectful and authentic and all of those things, that part is missing. And that's why I specifically say like whole healthy child means a human being who is being given guidelines and space to become the truest and best version of themselves. That, to me, is what our goal is as parents.
0: Can you give an example of some guidelines? You said that you, you Yeah, sure, cool so for that? me
1: personally, they are- an, Do know, they
0: change too as the um, child? Because how soon are we starting guidelines, space, day one. Child? Like really? as
1: soon as you, I mean, day one is a slight exaggeration. As <laughs> soon as there is like interaction, so they've they moved beyond the place of just being a little like blob wrapped up in a blanket, you know, eating, sleeping, and pooping. So once they start interacting with their environment, and especially when they start interacting with other individuals, besides just, you know, mommy and daddy or whatever, I think that they mostly don't change because they're pretty fundamental for me. So, the first one, and it's the one I grew up with for sure, is the golden rule treat others as you want to be treated. Um, The second one to me would be do no harm, meaning like consciously think about what you're doing. And if you know going in that it could be harmful to someone else, and I don't mean like, oh, it might hurt somebody's feelings a bit, or you know, this isn't what they would like me to do, including my parents. I just won't do it. I'm talking about if you know that you're going to do a thing that is going to cause somebody else harm, you don't do it. And then the third one is, I think that we have to really overtly be stating to our kids, it is your job to become the best and truest version of yourself. That is your job while you're on this planet. Because I always think, wow, if everybody was given that mission, imagine what, what our society would look like right now. So to me, it's like, if you have those three, just those would be my guidelines, then you can apply them in any situation. So if you're talking about a toddler who's playing with another toddler and they're fighting over a toy, well, you give them a minute, first of all, to figure out, because there's some social uh, developmental benefit to how do they manage that? How do they navigate sharing or not sharing? And at what point do you step in and say, You know, um, wouldn't you want Tommy to share that toy with you? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well then how about if we let Tommy play with the toy for 10 minutes and then Tommy's going to let you play with the toy for 10 minutes. So there's a great teachable moment. You're enforcing that idea of like treat Tommy the way you'd want Tommy to treat you if he throws the toy at Tommy there's the whole thing of like <laughs> you know do no harm no we don't do that we don't cause other people harm we don't hurt other people's heads or bodies or whatever um and then and then the third part about being the best version of themselves there's that to me comes primarily through a lot of positive affirmations so when they do demonstrate empathy for another human being or kindness or picking up after themselves or good listening and that sort of thing that we are reinforcing and saying i'm really proud of you Wow, I really, I really love the way you showed up today. In whatever way that you say that, that is, you know, authentic to you. Um, and then I think that it applies right through. So th- there's an example of like toddlers. So imagine just how much richer and more complex, but still coming back to those same guidelines. When we're talking about adolescents, I've been known to say things like, "Look, you know, the goal is that you get them through, you know, to 18 and hopefully on to college without being pregnant, addicted to drugs, or doing harm to themselves or themselves or another. Like you know, cutting or bullying or whatever. And if we can do that, we've given them a really strong foundation. Everything else is the space, the space to maneuver and figure out who they are, to try on different versions of themselves and to not let our own personal judgment, egos and agenda get in the way of them figuring out who they are.
0: Yeah. You said the word right there, ego.
1: Well you I mean you you're, you've gotten really good at it because I think not enough of us realize oh I'm in there. The minute I am in th- on their path in uh, in their agenda in the midst of their passions or their expression of themselves that is my ego in there. And, yeah. and I need to check And that. there might be there
0: might be a fear based component to this whole thing because maybe I'm fearful that uh if he does go down that road of like I'm going to try to do America's Got Talent. I'm going to try to be on The Voice and do something like that. Then I, as his dad, know that that can go uh, extremely bad, and and your and your chance is done. Okay. And that you're at square one, and you're like, okay, great. Now, now you can't do anything because you went and they passed on you. So now, what are you going to do? Whereas uh, the road that I feel. Is uh, the more and and people would say as a musician, it's it's a it's a career road. But what I'm really trying to say is it's it's, it's a re, it's a road um, that might be more stable. Like we're gonna build it to get to the point. Right, where we're gonna build
1: a strong foundation. Build a strong foundation
0: so, so you can have a career in music. So it might be my own personal, you know, look right now as you're talking and I'm thinking about the back and forth that him and I have had over this particular issue. And and myself not really on other on it's funny because on other things, you know, like when my kids have played sports, I'm so not right. I give them too much space. So close to home.
1: (laughs) So here's the thing though, Joe. Even so, the example that you just gave, like you, what what a great um, thing for us to explore in terms of guiding each other and our listeners, right? So. Really when you go and you say, okay, so let's take the ego part out of the way. My kid is not me. He does not have to be me. He doesn't have to do it the way I do. Okay. So that part I need to just tuck on the shelf and know that that's my own stuff I need to deal with. The second part though, when you say, here's what I'm afraid of, here's the fear part. I want my son to have the best chance at at doing this thing that I absolutely believe he is very likely destined to do. He's got an incredible talent, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then sit down with him and and ask genuine questions from a place of curiosity, number one what is it that you, like, tell me about what, you know, this is such a different route to, to the music world than I went through. Tell me what it is about the voice or America's Got Talent that seems like that you're so drawn to. See what he has to teach you because there might be something that he sees because it's something that is more of his generation than yours, that he might be able to, like, fill in some of the blanks for you that are really gaping holes and, like, what is this kid thinking, right? And then the second part is, There's a way without being like, no, if you go and do it that way, then, you know, you're going to go blow your wad at at the voice or blah, 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 and you're never going to get another shot and I don't want it to be over for you. He's not going to hear that. He's going to be defensive. But if you were to say, here's what I know. I know that in most cases, when you build a strong foundation and you take your time to do that, what you can build on top of that is going to be stronger, longer lasting, you know, be able to weather the storm, et cetera, et cetera. And and then all of a sudden you're engaged in a really powerful back and forth that he's actually going to be able to hear. You're giving him guidelines in a whole other way. So beyond those basics, you're guiding him through your experience, but in a way that he can hear because he's participating in the conversation and continuing to drive the ship for himself instead of having you be like, let me just take the wheel. You're going to screw this up.
0: Yeah. Which is, I feel a lot of times my first instinct. Let me let me do this. Yes. Let me figure this out for you. I'm I can help you out. I'm very bad for that. Yeah, yeah. Are you
1: bad for that oh too? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just I think it's that um you know some of it is my control issues and I I have to really really work consciously to say it's okay for them to do it in their own way, to maybe not do it as well as you'd like it done or in the way that you would do it, but that's this is how they're gonna learn. I'm good with a lot of things, and then there's other things, whether it's like I'm short on time or I'm having a tough day or my patients are running thin, that I I deny them that. And I'm not, it's something that I have to constantly be working on.
0: Yeah, and I and I feel that the more that we even talk about this, the conversation that you're talking about having with uh, it's even with with both of your kids be, we're both my kids and, and letting them be able to have their conversation with them we're, we're, we're giving them that space and and I, and I feel that it's so important to say space and not distance because yes. space space you're still in the room distance you're out of town you know yes. and and you're still there and I and I feel that 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 was the 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 opportunity that I have to have this conversation with him, we we've been having those because when we had this conversation, that kind of got a little heated. We have talked, uh, you know. Obviously, we talked since then, you know. And and the other night, we we're sitting talking about music, and we were going back and forth. And I said to him, "This." I said, "Hey, man, I just want you to know, like the way the way I got to where I got to uh, with music, uh, it, it was the road I chose." And you know the, whatever road you choose to go and do what you do, I want you to know I'm 100% supportive. And, and I'm here for you. Like if you wanna ask me any questions, like I'm there, but I'm also right now gonna let you figure out what it is that you wanna do. Like the analogy I, I kinda of came up with is, is like, you have a fresh canvas in front of you. It's a white piece of paper. And instead of me going and picking out, hey, here's your purple, here's your red, here's your blue, here's your yellow, I'm just saying like, hey, there's the paint store, like cruise in there and then come out and I'm just gonna be in the room while you're painting and if you need anything from me, I'm here.
1: That, that's right, and okay.
0: That's, and that's Brilliant. all I said.
1: Let me just, so here's the way that I, the, the words that I attach to what you just said, and it applies to many different aspects of life, but let's apply it to the parenting, the parenting aspect. There is a very big difference and a very important difference between an invitation and an obligation. We Our children are almost always going to respond better, more authentically if we say, here's what I know, and I'd, I would invite you to just sort of like, I wanna just throw that into the on, onto the stage or into the hat or whatever as something that you might wanna consider versus in any way, shape or form, laying it down in a way that makes them feel like if they didn't do it the way that you did it or the way that you'd like them to do it, that they would be disappointing you and so they feel obligated, they feel obliged to do it that way. Here's what's problematic with that is even though you might get them to do the thing that you want them to do, they will eventually have to come around and do it their own way because that is part of living and learning and growing. And we can actually set them off their their genuine path, the path that is the truest expression of themselves by pulling them onto ours and saying, do it this way, instead of saying, you might want to try this. So that, again, we're offering guidelines, but we're letting, we're giving them the space to figure out how it's going to take shape for them, what they're going to take, what they're going to leave behind. And we always have to keep our ego in check so that that's not the part of us that's getting over-involved.
0: Yeah. And, and while you're listening to this right now, I, I know the feeling that so many people are having like, wow, I've done that. I've said that. I've been there. I, I have done the... Made I probably have planted the seed within their mind of, well, if you did it this way, it'd make dad or mom a lot happier. The good news is, and, and by my experience, is, is that you can open up those conversations to change that, those type of ideas and thoughts that your kids might have. Of course. And I, and I know it firsthand, because like I said at the end of that conversation where I said, hey, look, I, I'm here and I'm supportive with whatever you want to do. And, and he said, great, because I've got a manager and you can talk to him. <laughs> And his numbers here. And uh, he you know, he's really you're really you know, I won't be he, having any more direct yeah, conversations I mean, with you. Yeah, I'm cool with it. My manager's not, you know. I <laughs> wish I could help you on that, dad. But my manager says uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Okay. So, so let's, hey,
0: let's can we do a rewind really quick? Yes, you said some, let's you said some, I want to see if I can remember everything. Uh, guidelines plus space, healthy child, healthy adult, healthy individual. That really is what I hope everyone takes away from here. Is is having those guidelines. And, um, and, and one more time on the guidelines you threw out because I, I like those.
1: So I, So mine are the, the golden rule treat others as you want to be treated, do no harm. Your job is to be the best truest version of yourself. I love that. And and I think that you know the steps to getting to this place that we're trying to encourage parents to get to is to first of all sit down and think about like, you know, re- reiterate for yourself, "Oh yeah, my goal is whole healthy child." Okay. So let me look at this potential equation that Danae is throwing out. You know, guidelines plus space. What are my core guidelines that I want to make sure that my kid has? And the test is If they're too specific, you won't be able to apply them to multiple scenarios. You want sort of really fundamental or foundational um, uh, guidelines that you can apply in in various different scenarios. They're really about like human-centered. They're about growing to be a, a, a good whole person. And then you start looking for opportunities to apply that. And if you've already screwed a few of them up, remember we say this over and over again, there's a really, it's so powerful to be able to go to your kid and be like, I learned something new today that thing I've been doing that way I've been handling it kind of feeling bad that I did it that way. I know a better way and I'd like to try this.
0: One of the better shows that we've had, I don't even know if I got to tell you this cuz we've been jamming around so much is the show that we did on a um it was a couple weeks back where it was about uh when you lose your cool in front of your uh-huh. kids. Yeah. And that that show did really really well cuz it was just about like repairing that rupture.
1: Yes. Yes. So and, always and, and and
0: this might not be a rupture, but it's also a conversation that you can have cuz it's almost something that runs deeper a rupture happens like right there this is something that could like you you brought up such a good point if 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 you're you don't want your kids to make decisions to please mom and dad you know, his, you know imagine if you know imagine your life how different would your life have been growing up in canada if you would be like oh, i only want to do it my mom and dad i would dig. still
1: be there and i would have been miserable yeah. i would have been a shell of myself there's no question my parents did an extraordinary job with this equation I, I i feel like that's why it's in my bones and um yeah i i just think this is a tremendous a tremendous opportunity um for us to it's probably like one of the the most important tools for the the parent toolbox and if it's
0: cool with you i I'd like to come back to this topic. I feel that that's one of the best things about doing rad parenting is we can kind of revisit, not even kind of, we do revisit yeah. topics. So this would be a good topic to come back. Hey, anyone listening in the show right now, uh, hit us, Any anything that's going on in your household that may, maybe ties into this conversation that we had today. Uh, the guidelines you're setting up. Are you giving enough space? Uh, you know, and also, what are your guidelines? I'd love to hear those. I'd love to read some because the way that you know, you're so articulate and so great with the way, like, your guidelines, the way that you just read them, would be something I might tattoo on my arm. You know, like, <laughs> like it was like lyrics to a song.
1: Wow, Joe, I'm so flattered.
0: <laughs> so, hey, do me a, a, do us a favor uh, radparenting at gmail.com. It takes just a second. Hit us an email. Uh, maybe the guidelines in your own household, if, if, if you're creating that space. Uh, how how it might be working for you uh, also uh, if you can take a second too and you text uh, text um, rad parenting to uh, no just parenting oh sorry, I always get that wrong. Just text the word parenting to thirty one thirty one thirty one and you'll be in there for everything we're sending out early on the show. Just text the word parenting to thirty one thirty one thirty one. with all that said, my name is Joe Sib and an Bo, and we're out of here.
1: late. late.